Uh, welcome to Robert Zedinia's podcast, uh, <laughs> Process to Purpose. <laughs> he's ready to go. He's, he's doing Let's the, do this. He's doing the introduction hey, for me. He's going to be super nervous right now, he said. No, I, I didn't say that, Don. <laughs> Don. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. <laughs> My friends are right here. Guys, anyways, wh- welcome to Process to Purpose. Uh, this is the process segment. Really quick, uh, I have Don Barl here with me. I'll let you introduce yourself after since you're so excited. Yeah. But... Really, guys, again, share this with somebody. Um, our goal is to help inspire and motivate people to find their purpose through the process of spirituality, health, and wealth using godly principles. You can tell I haven't memorized it yet. Uh, and values to break through to the life that God has called you to live or called us to live. So, Amen, that's right. uh, hey, brother, thank you for being on again. Today, we're going to be talking about being faithful through the whole, throughout the whole process, man. Are you excited? I'm pretty excited. All right, man. So, th- guys, this is my my really, really good friend, Don Barrow. Uh Really quick, man, uh, I'm just going to introduce our relationship. Uh, I started going to church maybe a little under three years ago, and that's where I met you. Yeah. Joined your life group. Uh, you came out at my wedding. Yeah, uh, I did. So that was exciting. <laughs> and cameo. Yeah, and, you know, even though we're really different in many, many ways, we, you know, we just always find time to hang out, and we're always, you know, you, you've been, like, really a mentor in my life mm-hmm. when I first started my walk, and, uh, you know, I'm just truly thankful um, for the relationship that we have and the relationship we're building and just what we're doing in the kingdom, man. So, oh, that's awesome. yeah, thank you for being here. Uh, really quick, before you introduce yourself, I'm going to talk about Axis. Yeah. So we want to invite people to Axis uh, for that's tomorrow, right? Tomorrow night. Yep. Doors open at 630. Uh, service starts at 7. We got food. We just hang out. We got word. We got Matt Escoto, who's one of the guys that's been like, just been instrumental in just uh, reaching the young people at Hope Unlimited. And so yeah. um, he put together a great message. I've already read through it, and I can't wait for him to actually um, deliver it tomorrow night. And so come out, come hang out, come eat up, come, yeah. you know. And I'll be there, so come come hang out. And uh, I won't serve you any food, <laughs> but I'll shake your hand and give you a hug. Uh, so really quick, Don. <laughs> yeah, intru- you know, introduce yourself. Well, you know, who you are, where you're from, what you do. Um, so my name's Don and, um, I'm currently the creative director at Hope Unlimited Church in Monrovia and, um, I'm Filipino from the Philippines. Straight from the Philippines. Straight. I was born there. Uh, so you're an immigrant. (laughs) Yes. I'm legal. Actually, that's not true. My mom, she worked really hard to make sure that Ace and I are, uh, Ace, my brother, uh, are now American citizens. So we're technically American now. And at what age did you come over? I was 10 years old, and that was in 1998, and so you don't have to do, do the math. I'm, I'm currently 30 years old. I just turned 30, big 3-0. Uh, yeah. It wasn't as scary as I, everyone kept saying it was, but it's actually, it actually feels really good. It's like you're, you're waiting to get to, what's the next level, like 35 maybe or 40? No, 40. I think yeah, 40, 30 right. just uh, legitimi- legitimizes uh, your adulthood, you know? Yeah, definitely, because yeah. at 20, you're still, like, trying to figure things out. And yeah, no one respects you. You, you really don't know I'm who kidding. you are. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. No, yeah, it's just, you know, you're an adult, you know? It's just Everyone yeah. just, it kind of just makes everyone believe what you say now a little more. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> you're 30. Like, hey, yeah, I'm 30. You got to listen about. to me. <laughs> he probably knows what he's talking about. Hey, dummy, you're, still, you're 29. You got to listen to me because I'm 30. <laughs> I'm not 29, by the way. But, um, what? 25. 26. 26. You know, that's how much you know me. <laughs> <laughs> I met you when you were like 24. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, so, uh, really quick, uh, what else do you do at the church, man? Because I know you say you're the creative director. Uh, director. What is that entitled? Uh, that pretty much means I oversee a lot of design, um, the design team, uh, the creative team, and the production. 
Um, so a lot, a lot of that stuff goes on. Um, we'll probably be here all night if I try to describe all the little details, but pretty much everything you kind of see and you experience uh, visually um, and what you hear musically, all that stuff in the church, uh, I kind of help oversee that. Yeah. So, so got so, a great team behind me to help you know, facilitate and execute. So that's a blessing right there. So basically he does everything at the church. <laughs> I mean, this guy, he's yeah. going to be, he, he's probably the most, most humble dude I know because he's not going to tell you everything he does. He's a lot behind the scenes and, yeah. and he just, you see him at church every single day, just running around like crazy, getting stuff done. Uh, I need some of that, that, that the humbleness, I guess you can uh, say. I need some of that in my life, man. But uh, no, this guy really does it all. He, he speaks during access. So, I mean, basically like a youth pastor almost, right? Yeah. 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 But try stay away from pastor yeah the title <laughs> the title no, i'll stay with creative i'm director. the student ministries director yeah uh, there you go that's a, that's safe right that's very safe i can't wait to like be like hey you're not the creative director anymore bro <laughs> <laughs> no. but yeah guys um so he does it all he does everything um so he he knows what he's talking about he's been in the church how long have you been in the church for uh since i was 10 actually uh just in general yeah I think, yeah, uh, yeah my mom pretty much forced us to go to church as soon as she brought us here when I was 10 years old in 1998. She's like, how, well, before you get into the church, how was the transition? In which way? Yeah. From like coming from the Philippines and like just oh, the it was culture. It was brutal. Culture. It was brutal. I, I was a super, super shy kid when I was at that age. Uh, and then on top of that, the language barrier, because I barely spoke any English at that time. Um, what did you speak? Uh, it was like, Chavacano. It's come. It's almost like Spanish. A little bit. There's a really? little bit of Spanish there. Sounds like Chicano a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> is that the ghetto Spanish? <laughs> Chicano. <laughs> no, I think that's like who you are. Like if you're like oh, gotcha. American and yeah. something they call. I think I'm a Chicano. I don't know. Or maybe not. I think my parents are actually. Okay. I don't really know, bro. To be honest. But uh, besides the you know language barrier, how was the the transition was pretty. Yeah, just homesick. I uh, was depressed for for a lot of times. When I was 10, um, but not like crazy depressed. I was just crying in bed, just balled up, you know. Um, yeah, that that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't feel that bad. I mean, I guess it did because I don't usually cry that much, but yeah, it was were. it was like that. Um, but it kind of forced me to figure something else out, like because I didn't have any friends at that at that time. I didn't know how friends worked in the U.S. You know, because in the Philippines, you literally you run out of your house and you see just a bunch of kids just playing mm. everywhere all the time, no matter what time it is. And so you kind of just are forced to just, you know, play. Uh, but here it was different. You know, you got to schedule a play date, you know, at that age, you kind of figure out friends. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, I didn't know where anybody lived. And so I didn't know I couldn't just go to over to someone's house, you know. And you just had Ace, your buddy Ace. Yeah. And so it was very depressing. <laughs> just You're like, I don't, I don't want to hang out with Ace. I've been hanging out with him forever. Yeah, and- I know. So, okay, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. So, um, and now going back to how you grew up in the church, uh, you know, your mom took you guys all the time, and how was that? Yeah, so every Sunday we had no understanding of why my, our mom like woke us up super early every Sunday. Uh, we pretty much just sat there the first couple of hours because she was serving on the worship team, um, and so that was really cool to see in a sense now looking back in hindsight, but yeah. back then it was kind of like, and plus, she made us wear these matching outfits every Ooh. Sunday. Like, so we'd have suits <laughs> no and all these things. And so um, we were the, the funny-looking 
kids from kids? the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so all these all these white kids, you know, they didn't want to approach us. <laughs> so it's, and, and it's funny now because if you see him now, him and his brother, oh man, they're like the most like hit people in the church. Oh my gosh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you look at Ace and Don, and you're like, all right, they know how to dress. Yeah, because we were scarred for life, you know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> pretty much. And so we learned a lot, you know. And at the same time, because we felt like. Um, the kids weren't as friendly to us being outsiders in a sense. Um, now we kind of uh, go out of our way to make sure everyone who's new feels uncomfortable or we go out of our way to actually greet them at church because yeah. we know how we felt. And so we don't awesome. want anyone else feeling that same way. And so, you know, if you see us at church, we're very friendly and really approachable, yeah, really definitely. approaching to a lot of, uh, especially the young people. Yeah, um, definitely. Because uh, that's really where it starts, you know? You know, I never actually thought about that because I've always seen you and Ace. And um, I remember seeing Ace when I first came to the church the first time. And I won't share the story that I have. <laughs> Do you remember this story? I know this one. That's okay. We'll say it for another time. Maybe when Ace <laughs> This is one on. is juicy. Yeah, like, let me it, just say that. It, it is pretty juicy. <laughs> it's but TMZ status. Yeah. It was pretty good. And I thought I thought Don was Ace at oh, first. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and, really. and then so I was like, man, I don't even like that guy right now. <laughs> But, you were also not in a good place when you went the first time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was just all bad, you know, like, uh, but yeah, no, I see it. I see what they, where their hearts at. And I'm sure that that all came from going to church and, you know, being planted in the church when you were growing up. Yeah. And it was with um, Pastor Glenn. Pastor Glenn and Darlene. Yeah. Wow. The name of the church at that time was Pillars of Faith. And uh, we merged with New Beginnings Family Church in 2007. So all nice. nine years where we were there. Um, graduated high school, and then um, when I graduated in 07, the merge happened in June of 2000, uh, 2009, um, so boom. So I'm sure all that has contributed to your life, right? Just oh, like yeah. being in church and, and growing up around these people, and well, not to say these people, but around Christian people, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, Godly yeah. people, yeah. and um, what I, what I, so, I mean, we all know that you're, you're the creative director now, you know, your, your hands are pretty much everywhere in the church. And, um, but we also want to know, you know, it, it took a while to get there. So, you know, maybe if you can share the process that, that you were on, cause you know, it didn't, you didn't come to be the creative director no. right away. It's not like here, here, Don, here's a, just a job. Yeah. Right. And you didn't, you didn't just come to, you know, being almost like a, the, you know, the, what do you say? Student ministry. Yeah. Leader, direct, yeah. Your director. Mm-hmm. So like none of this was just given to you you had to you had to work for it you had to work really really hard and and put everything you had into it so uh maybe talk if you can just share with them like just like those moments before the struggle that you might have had uh what you went through and yeah i think um well we go pedal all the way back so in the philippines growing up it's really different you know um here living in california in la um you have this kind of sense of i can do anything type of idea where if i work hard enough like everything's pretty much reachable, you know? Yeah. Like if I want to be a firefighter, if I want to be a rapper, if I want to do music for... So you want to be a rap superstar? I'm not a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, it's very reachable. In the Philippines, you know, you watch TV and you see all these movies. Um, you can only kind of just dream about it, but not really. And you kind of understand that it's not possible because, you know, it's pretty much a third world country. Yeah. So moving here, you know... My position was shifted, but my thinking was still the same. Mm, you know, really it good. just, you know, it's, I just, I just felt like I just kind of go to school and see what happens, you know? Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until high school when I felt like, oh man, that pressure of, I really got to figure something out, you know? Yeah. It's how um, you become a nurse, right? Uh, that was, <laughs> no way. No way. No way. There's too much, too much work. 
uh, too much schooling, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I hate school. I hated school. Um, although I was very <laughs> good at it. I was very good at it until freshman year when homework became too overwhelming for me. Writing oh. essays, reading textbooks and just books. I hate that stuff. So um, I learned that they're very important, but still, I still yeah, kind yeah, <laughs> of hate it. Uh, so I graduated high school, barely graduating high school. Um, I landed a full-time job at an office, and so I was blessed to do that for a year and a half. Um, kind of put off the whole idea of trying to have to figure out what I got to do for my life. So you're racking in some money. Yeah. So I was like, for the first time, I was like, I was able to afford something, you know. Um, so I got my first car when I was 19. It was a 1995 Honda Civic Coupe. It's my dream car, you know, yeah. two tone. <laughs> So like a shine in the light? Well, what no, do you mean it was like the hood was not painted. Oh. <laughs> and it was red too, so that was the best part. How did I know it was red? I was just thinking like when you said that, I was thinking like, bro, it, was, it had to be red. Yeah. It was funny. I got it for $800. Oh. Yeah. Deal. <laughs> that was a deal. It got stolen because I made it look so nice. Yeah. You know? It got stolen after a year. It was a challenge. Uh, it was, yeah. It was very sad. Um, anyway, graduate high school, I got... Uh, fired from that job because I was, uh, I kind of cheated the system a little bit. <laughs> I learned how to go uh, around the program um, in a good way. I wasn't trying to cheat. I was just, I just learned how to get around stuff. And so, so you wouldn't have to do too much work. Yeah, I would have too much. But then I actually ran it on myself because I said, "Hey, I, I learned how to do this," and they're like, "Oh, you're fired." <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> and so that's kind of what happened. And so that's really when I kind of rock bottom. Um, because after that, I really, really had to figure something out. And I was like two years out of high school, two years I've lost instead of being in college, you know, you know, trying to yeah. uh, get closer to maybe a degree or a diploma, um, you know, something. Um, so I felt like, oh, I should just probably join the military because they send you through school. Have you learned some skill set and this, put uh... you at work? Was this before your arrest or after? Oh, <laughs> I want you to we, share. We that. skipped that one. I want you to share. Skip. So okay, so it's in, a funny in, story. In, in high school, my senior year, I got into art classes. I was um, I love art. Uh, I love drawing. I got into a really like uh, the AP art class there. Um, but so I I met one of my friends there, and he was into graffiti. <laughs> so he was a good influence. It was very <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, he expanded my uh, your reach, my reach with art. You know, he challenged me, and so I was like, "Dude, <laughs> I, he, challenged, he me. challenged me." I was like, "Dude, let's go!" And so we started buying spray cans and did graffiti for a while, um, and got into that. And then just one half day, one school day was a half day. We went to Walmart, uh, started hitting up this wall after we got paint paint cans, um, and then helicopter just start flying on top and all and all all i heard was uh you can run but you can't hide and it, oh, it just got like what <laughs> like that's stuff you hear at the movies you know like yeah, in the movies bro. like it was real life so i was uh so yeah it was a, a fairly long police chase with me on foot it was pretty nice. fun uh he was fast yeah i was a lot skinnier back then and a lot more agile and so yeah, right, right now you look good though bro you're like a little like solid samoan Oh, thanks. Simone. You know I mean? <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm trying to lose weight. No, you, no, I actually good. dropped down, bro. No, I believe it. I'm on 174 right now. So we're in a weight challenge. Yes. I know this is a little off track, but we're in a weight challenge, and this dude, I don't know how he does it, but he looks good. You know, he eats whatever, basically whatever he wants. <laughs> dude has arms. Like, I work on my arms all the time, and I have nothing, and this dude just shows up, dude. So, all right, back on track. Back, back on, on track. track. Thank you for the compliment. Yeah, you look great. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm still gonna win. I wish I could see everybody's uh, comments, bro. I know that would be good. I know. Just try that for next time. I'll help you with that. Yeah, usually I, I, I flip it around, you know. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So this guy knows how to do all this stuff. I'm kind of just doing this on like on a. No, this is cool. Yeah, he he's like, hey, uh, you know, there's this thing called something, something, something. I'm like, no. He's like, it'll make it easier for you. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm, that's why I came. So you could just help me. <laughs> all right, where were we at? Okay, uh, so yes. you made me lose my. Yeah, so like just that 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 time in your life where where you're stuck. I was, I was rock bottom right there. Yes. You know, uh, I lost that job. Uh, I had a car that I was. I purchased, I uh, lost that car. Mm. So um, so I had no job. I pretty much did like babysitting <laughs> yeah. for a summer. And then... Um, you decided and, you want to go in the military? Or yeah, I, des- I decided to go in the military. But uh, my pastor, Pastor Robert, actually um, still, you know, my mentor to this day, actually encouraged me like, hey, um, I see a lot of potential in you. Um, and he said, you should just come in and work for free. <laughs> Yeah, best way to get an employee. But you know what? You know, it wasn't. I was in a hard place. I could have just said no. And hey, I need a job. I need to make some income. I pretty much work for free. I, I got paid like fifty bucks a week. Mm. Uh, but coming from having no income to fifty dollars a week, that yeah. was massive. I was like, oh my gosh, I could actually feed myself. And this is this is real stuff. Like I literally was getting paid fifty bucks a week. Man, and so I know it's just maybe it's a story. It's like I'm not exaggerating at all. I started with fifty dollars a week. So, so the military actually sounded really good at that time. Oh right? heck yeah! Like you're like, man, I'm getting paid fifty bucks a week. You know, I yeah. I, I feel kind of feel like a lot of people who are in that situation, they kind of just like you know what? I don't know what I'm gonna do in my life. Yeah. I'm gonna go into the military, yeah. which is not a bad thing. It's no, it's right. really not serving your country is awesome. Yeah, it's amazing, yeah. and you know, and a lot of people actually need it. They need that discipline. Yep. They need all that good stuff. And uh, but what what I what I took from that is Pastor Robert uh, seen something in you, yeah. right? So can you can you just talk a little bit about your guys' relationship? And you know, um, so Pastor Robert is my best friend, mentor, and pastor, and boss, uh, and so many hats. But um, you know, yeah. he's been there for me at the lowest, and um, I've been there for him. So. Like, um, it's been a great relationship. It's really been a blessing and, and really a testament of like when you surround yourself with the right people, yes. um, godly people and really, you know, to help push you towards what God wants you to be or want, you know, like yeah. it makes all the difference in the world when you do that. And so, um, I feel like a lot of people, um, can't find their way because they haven't figured out like really who the people who they should surround themselves with, wow, you know, that's really it's good, super bro. important to associate. I mean, you are the average of the people it was the five yeah the five people hanging yeah out and so i mean that's so true and so um you know if you are somehow trying to figure out or not happy with where you're at in life i think the first place to look is really to look at who you're with who you surround yourself with mm. and start from there you know if that's you right now man you got to start there and really start making some hard changes because it's not easy you know especially people that are friends, you know, it's just natural in life that you guys grow apart, you know, especially when you have different purpose that you're called to do. It's not always going to be easy to let go of some people, but most of the time it's only for a season. It's only for a season for yeah. you to grow and really to stretch and challenge yourself. Um, and really that will lead you to where you need to be in really finding your purpose. Bro, that's so good. That, that, and that's why I have them on, man. Cause that was really good. I didn't even, I didn't even have that. I didn't even have that in my notes, you know, in the end, but it's so true. The people who you surround yourself with, uh, I know you, we, we've had the conversation where I had to take myself out of, you know, situation. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, you want to stop doing drugs, but you're still hanging out with people who are doing drugs and yeah. you're like, I'm not going to do them. Yeah. You know, or, you know, I, I don't, I don't know where to go. And then, so you keep hanging out with these like, you know, so-called losers. Yeah. 
and you're like, wait, I'm a loser. Yeah. Like, I, this is who I am. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I really f I feel like uh, God used Pastor Robert to speak into your life. Definitely. And, no, and, no doubt. Yeah, man, because he got you on the right track. Uh, and Yeah. And he even, he even took you in for a bit, right? Yeah, I did, because I got kicked out after I got laid, uh, fired from the job. I got kicked out of my house. And so I had no place to live and just circumstantially uh, ended up <laughs> in his house. Uh, so not only you don't have a job, you got kicked out. Yeah, I had nothing. No car. So, so which kind of was a blessing in disguise in, in a sense yeah. because, you know, I had really nothing to lose because <laughs> I lost everything already. <laughs> so I had nothing to lose. I went on a limb, but, you know, I had, I had so much more to gain and um, God is faithful. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and, and through that process, um, you know, how, how how do you feel like just God seen you uh, seen you through the whole process? Like how did how, how you you know you said that you went through that bad time mm -hmm. and then you know you started hanging out with with Pastor Robert he started mentoring you and then the whole time were you thinking like I'm gonna just do this because God has my back or yeah yeah it definitely was not easy you know because yeah. <laughs> um, when you're growing when you you know as a person it's always uncomfortable it's always painful. Yeah. You're going to be put in situations where you're you don't feel comfortable, really, you know, and that's really a part of the growing process. And a lot of people sometimes they think, oh, I, this doesn't feel right. I don't like how this feels. They back out of it and you know go to where they're okay. Um, and so for me, I was in a lot of those. I had to change a lot, and in order for me to change, I had to really take on those challenges of being uncomfortable and yeah. overcoming them, you know, and really just because my my thought process then was like, hey. I believe God's called me to do this. And so if I fail, I fail. Awesome. You know, and if I succeed, praise God, all glory yeah. to him. And if I fail, I know I've learned something and I know yeah, for sure. um, God's got, got my back no matter what. And so that's kind of where that was my foundational just thinking mm -hmm. and still is. It still yeah, is, you sure. know, and, I, and, and to this day, um, and I was just talking to people just recently till this day, you know, thinking, oh, I've grown so much, you know, like I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, but no, no, I feel sure. like I feel like I've grown a lot and still God still finds a way to challenge me. Um, yeah, definitely. Even in things that I currently already do, you know, like so it's just being open to those challenges and actually continuing to accept the challenge and um, allowing God to use me and, um, you know, pulling from him for my strength and knowing my confidence is like, hey, wherever you lead me, God, I'm there. You yeah. Know? Definitely. So you would say that, that you got out of that, that, that bad place in your life. Was it more of a mindset or was it going out there and failing? Yeah. Definitely. How was the process that you were in to get to where you're at now? What do you mean? I know you've mentioned it a little bit already. Mm -hmm. Like, so say, so now you're living with the pastor Robert, yeah. you know, you're getting paid 50 bucks a, mm -hmm. a, a week. Yeah. Uh, what else did you do to get to where you're at now? Become the creative director, like, you know, a lot of learning, a lot of learning. So yeah. I didn't, um, uh, so I became the music director. Okay. That was your first yeah, step. So actually my first role in the office was actually just, um, planning center. Uh, for those of you who don't know planning center, planning center is the online database. Uh, you could schedule volunteers for uh, church. Nice. And so that's kind of the software or the, um, the web program that we use. And so, um, there was probably like 25, 50 volunteers then <laughs> compared to now. And so, but they were not on planning center. So I had to go out of my way. And actually they told me my role was to get everybody integrated onto planning center. And that was my first, uh, big role, big role, you know, <laughs> at church wide. And so, but I was a shy kid. Like I didn't yeah. talk, I was not comfortable with talking to people, Approaching especially people. strangers, you know, 
Um, and so that's one of those things when I said, Hey, if I didn't feel comfortable and if I said, no, nah, I'm good, I don't know where I would be yeah. in now, you know? So I kind of had to suck it up and be like, okay, this one, like, I don't like how it feels. All the awkward moments with the random people that I had to talk to because I had to put them on emails. Um, yeah. And so all those things, like all the small things played a part in this pretty much to where I'm at now. So it's, it wasn't like this one big step and all of a sudden I'm here. It's just those little things. And some of those little things, they didn't even like, didn't even make sense. Like it doesn't like line up to what I, where I'm at now, but it just all added up for some reason, you know? It was like God was opening the doors, and but he gave you the choice and you had to actually walk through them. Yeah. You had to walk through them and say, hey, I'm going to open it. Not only I'm going to open it, but I'm going to walk through and I'm going to just be faithful to what you're telling me to do, even if it's uncomfortable for me. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people, I guess you can say fail. Yeah. Because God gives them the opportunity. God opens the door and then they're like, they're, they're asking for it, right? They yeah. keep asking, God, please help me. I, I need this. I need that. You need to help me with this. But and God's like, bro, like I've been sending the boat. I've been yeah, sending yeah, the airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know that story yep, where definitely. someone's stuck on the roof and they're asking God, no, God's going to save me. No, God's going to save me. It's like, bro, I saved you. <laughs> I tried saving you three, four, five times. You know yep. what I mean? So. Man, that's really good, bro. That's really awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, again, guys, uh, I'm, I'm here with, with Don Barrow. Um, I'm going to just bring up Axis one more time. Yeah, for sure. Or maybe not one more time, but I'm going to bring up Axis. Guys, we have Axis tomorrow. O- doors open at 630. It's for uh, the youth and young adults. Uh, super awesome. They have, they have like treats. and Yeah, we got food. We got full on meal. Full on meal. Uh, a <laughs> lot of fellowship. Desserts. Elotes, for sure. Ooh, elotes. So, so join us tomorrow. Uh, one... I think we have one last question. That's um, it? No, we might have more, actually. But, uh, <laughs> I'm starting to enjoy now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's not as bad as you thought. Huh? No, no, when I really first good. asked him, he's like, bro, I'm not coming to one front of a camera. I said, I'm the first Asian on his uh, podcast. Yeah, first Asian. <laughs> <laughs> that you are. Some people, not the smartest, but... Some people had it. Never mind. We'll go. Uh, never mind. That's, that's, that's between us. Um, so what, what season... Uh, what season are you in your life now, man? Well, this is something I haven't mentioned, but just got married. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just got married in February. So I that's have that like, notes like way up here, like bro. Massive season with my beautiful wife, Jordan. Woo! Hello. <laughs> um, but um, that, this is like brand new to me. I'm still learning how to be a, a husband, a proper husband, a better hus- husband for sure. Yeah. Um, and then um, uh, there's a lot of things uh, going on with Hope Unlimited right now, you know, with the. Um, a Spanish service that we just added uh, with the new um, locations that we just um, merged with in uh, Inland right? Empire. Yeah. Um, so managing all of that, you know, now we're not just managing one campus, one location. It's multiple and how to make that all cohesive, plus all the ones um, making sure we match all the ones in India and Australia uh, locations. And so. Um, oh, man. It's, an, it's a lot of stretching, you know. There's a lot of work. Uh, I think I'm definitely in the season of, um, like, building more teams. That's for sure. Cause, uh, delegating. Yeah, delegating. You like that word? I yes. do. I love it, man. Delegating. I that's, talking about it all know, the time. Delegating is number one, like, right now, really executing delegation properly, you know, um, setting our my team members um, for success and not just, like, hey, here's – figure this out, you know? Yeah. And so all that stuff um, – I deal with a lot of young people, like 18, 19, 20, um, 26. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. no uh, so it's just learning how, you know, learning how their mind works because, you know, definitely when I was that age, my head was, in my headspace was at a different place. And yeah. so 
Um, but I was also different, wired a little differently. So I can't treat them like I would treat myself when I yeah. was 18. So learning all that, it's, it's, it's pretty tough and yeah, learning. frustrating, but yet super wouldn't want to do anything else though. It's super gratifying. Yeah. And even learning, like I always talk about delegating and I know, uh, <laughs> like he said, he works with a lot of younger people yeah. and he's mentoring these people. So I'm like, bro, sometimes you got to let go of that rope a little bit, yeah. a little bit more. And so I know you're getting stretched in that way and just being able like, here, this is your thing. And I know you've been mentoring Matt a lot. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people you mentor, but I feel like I interact with Matt a little bit more with, yeah. than Matt Escoto, mm -hmm. yep. uh, more than any of, any of them. So, um, yeah, man, it looks like you have a lot going on right now. Yeah. How's the marriage going? Good. good. <laughs> it, it's, it's good. I mean, it's it's awesome. Like, being married is awesome. I don't know why people talk, um, you know, kind of like, oh, don't do it. There you go. Uh, not in a bad way. It's just like, I no. I just believe it's really awesome. So <laughs> No, I mean, it's something that God, God has blessed. And, yeah. you know, so many people see it and like, oh, all right, well, you're going for your first try. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, nah, bro? Nah. No, that's not. That's not what this God, is it. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. We're even first try. I made the choice, you know, <laughs> like God, like we in front of God, like yeah. we decided to do this. No. So that's super awesome. And I, I, he got, he just got married in uh, February, February. Yes. Yes. Right. Seventh. In, I remember. Yeah. Seventh <laughs> in Hawaii. Like yeah. we, we all went to Hawaii to, you know, and for, he was able to make it. Yeah. We were last minute. So you know, fun. It, and that story is, uh, I think that I one's a, that one's a, like a message on its own yeah, right there. Right, yeah. yeah, right. That, that, I mean, it's kind of long, but like long story short, uh, basically his brother said, Hey, I really wanted to go. I was really uh, like sad and just really disappointed that I couldn't go and I couldn't make it happen. Um, but we, like, I decided to just put it on God's hands. Yeah. Like literally, like I said, Hey God, I'm not even going to worry about it. We've prayed about it. Many no, times. let's just tell the story. So like Robert just started the whole real estate thing. So he was just trying to get the wheels going, build yeah. the momentum with, you know, clients and stuff. He's literally just walking around neighborhoods and passing out flyers and, yeah. um, asking for water, uh, yeah. <laughs> from <Randa. laughs> but you know, like he just got married. Um, he's moving in now. He's got a you know, provide for two. And no money's coming in, bro. Yeah, nothing. So he's going off his savings or like pretty much yeah. uh, a gifts from your wedding, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And so Hawaii was in a few months and, and he said, God, you know, like we, we gave him a challenge, essentially. Yeah. And he took it. He said, if you sell, his wife said, if you sell three houses, we're going. And then he got three houses on the market, just like pretty much two weeks prior to. That month, bro. That yeah. same month in January, Ace is like. I think in December, Ace is like, if you sell, okay, well, how can you guys go? And she's like, if Robert sells three yeah. houses. And then literally like that month, bro, I had zero. <laughs> and then my first Boom. month of production, I got three. Yeah. And then, and like, it was all God. Like, yeah, for sure. I didn't even know, I didn't know how it happened. Right. Like, um, people ask me like, well, how'd you do? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> and just handing out more flyers. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just said, hey. I no, that, and, that, and that right there is the process, really. Yeah. And because because for how many months were you just like knocking on doors? Um, I started you know, like in June, maybe even before that, like probably like, yeah, like in April, man. Yeah. For months. Months. Yeah. And that must have been really vulnerable for you, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, you're used to being top dog, driving your SS Camaro, R, what was RS Camaro? No, SS. SS Camaro. Yeah. So, um he gave all that up because, you know, he felt God led him somewhere else. Yeah. And so really, you know, like trusted him in the process. Seriously. I literally gave up my car. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And that was like, that was massive. That was huge. That really spoke a lot of your character and really how, where you wanted to um, see God in your life. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And 
I like how see Don's so good, man. That he just like flipped everything on me. But yeah, no, it was really the whole point of that story is like we're we're here just to glorify God through yeah. the, the whole process because I mean, a lot of times like they say like well you did this you did this and I'm like like well without God I wouldn't have this mindset mm. and without without God I wouldn't be able to do the things I'm doing like even just this podcast alone like this all this costs money you know yeah. and and I I'm still not like a, a veteran you know what yeah, I mean no. I'm still a rookie basically and he just continues to provide and provide and provide and and i know he's gonna be doing the same for you and yep. you don't i don't even think you i mean you obviously got a budget and stuff but you don't think about how your money's gonna come in no <laughs> right no nah, i mean you may work 50 dollars <laughs> yeah right and so if god needs me to do something else he's gonna give it to me you know but yeah. he's, he's pretty much that's pretty much how i operate <laughs> and now he lives in this beautiful home in rosedale i think i got a little uh a little uh glimpse of it on the way in oh gosh i didn't I'll delete it because it has probably your address on here. <laughs> Everyone knows where you live, either way. Hey, it doesn't matter. You can ask anybody. <laughs> you can go on the church website. You, just, you can just come over anytime. It's yeah. open. That's what it's for. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously, bro. Like everybody knows what this deal yeah, yeah. is. But man, thanks for sharing that, man. Um, I think I think we're good, bro. I think we could put a little ball on this. But I just want to thank you for for being on here and really sharing that wisdom. Like when you started going off, like like my heart sunk oh. because like I knew that like this is why I had you on, man. Ah, oh, man, it's an honor. Bro, you're Seriously. you're so awesome, dude. Cause I I get really tongue tied a lot. Yeah, and it's something that I'm working on. But bro, you were just flowing, man. Like you were just flowing. You're like, and I, right when you were saying that, I'm like, man, this is so awesome, bro. And people need to hear this. Yeah. And people need to hear your story. That that you know, even though you are the the creative director right now, and and God's doing all this stuff in your life, that you had to start from somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, now, now you are the creative director and God's moving things in your life and you're married now. It's like all these things are starting to come in place, but you were faithful. Yeah. You were patient and you said, Hey God, I'm here. I'm yours and let's do it. Yeah. No, thank yeah. you. Nah. It's an honor to be here. No, nah, thanks for sharing that, man. And again, guys, for the last time, I'm going to go ahead and share, uh, access yeah. tomorrow, uh, six thirty. the doors open service starts at 7 PM. It's going to be great. Mattis is going to be speaking. Uh, Don's going to be there controlling everything <laughs> in charge of everything. I nah, should say nah. not controlling. <laughs> controlling seems like such a bad word. It's good. I'm sorry. I'm in, uh, in charge of everything. Cause he really is. <laughs> he really is. And, uh, but yeah, guys, um, Freaking Robert. what color, what color bow should we put on this man? Bow. Yeah. Color bow to wrap it up. Oh, red. Red. Yeah. Oh, you're the first one to say red. Everyone says blue. But yeah, we'll put a red bow on it. Yeah. And uh, if nobody loves you, Jesus loves you. Uh, Jesus loves you. <laughs> That's true, though. Thanks for being on, I man. Do. I love you, bro. Love you, man. You're awesome. Shout out to my wife, Jordan. <laughs>